0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 366. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Defy the odds, dealt the doubt, and overcome. Are you an entrepreneur or a startup on a budget? That doesn't mean you should skip out on legal services. At Walker Corporate Law, they encourage fixed fees. They believe that billable hours reward inefficiency. Contact the founder, Scott, at WalkerCorporateLaw.com. Looking for a no strings attached kind of deal? That's what I like. Here's one sign up with audiobooks.com and you'll get your first book for free today. No strings attached. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ace Chapman. Ace, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. All right. Ace is a small business buyer and has purchased 15 offline businesses and sold 13 of them. He has bought close to 20 online properties. The first one he bought and flipped 14 years ago was at the age of 19. Each year, he mentors 24 people, helping them acquire an existing profitable business using little to no money. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Ace, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business.
1: My business happened without me really planning on it. Uh, it was one of those things that after starting a couple of businesses when I was really young, realizing how tough it was to start a business, I just happened upon an opportunity to buy a business. And it, it over the course of building that, eventually selling it and doing a, a couple other deals it changed the course of of my career. From being a, a young kid, I always knew I wanted to own a business. My very first business was started when my mom gave me $15 to go and pay for my school pictures. She's tried to give them out at church and I was devastated at, at, five, at five years old. I knew how much candy $15 could buy. And she was just <laughs> handing these pictures over to friends and family for free. And after pitching a fit, she allowed me to try to sell them. And my very first business was, was five years old selling pictures of, of my cute little five year old face. <laughs>
0: Well, that's a great life lesson to learn early on, Ace, and I'm sure it, st- I'm sure it stood by you well in the oncoming years. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive way into your journey as an entrepreneur and really talk about some specific failures and successes and everything in between that you have experienced thus far. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So Ace, take it away.
1: Well, my mantra is in business, businesses are most likely to fail in the first five years. So why not skip those years?
0: Makes sense to me. I'm on board with that philosophy, Ace, but I want you to break it down for Fire Nation. What does that mean exactly? How do you live by that mantra?
1: So what I realized, you know, and and it took me a while to kind of see this, but for me, You know, I I had this huge kind of aha moment when I had a friend come to me who was uh, just graduated, had gotten his MBA and was really, really wanting to start a business. And so he came to me excited about the business um, and told me the business idea and asked me what I thought about it. And I, I said, sounds like a great idea. He asked me, would you do it? And you know this was after i had 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 bought a business and started building it and had had suffered the failures of of trying to start a business from scratch, so I told him personally I would not start that business and he was kind of crushed because he saw me as this entrepreneurial type guy, and it was the first time that I had really kind of stepped back uh and and started this conversation that brought a lot of the philosophies that I had learned internally. And it's funny, John, a lot of times you don't know the philosophies that you're living by until somebody challenges them. And we started a conversation that went on for a few months back and forth. And he's actually a really bright guy, graduated from Stanford with an, and got an MBA. And, you know, we had gone to prep school together. And so he had some very smart questions. And um, it's when I developed this kind of, of philosophy that I, I now run my business life with. And I realized that bottom line, together, we, we kind of ran the numbers. And you look at uh, the world of investments from real estate to um, uh, stock market and, and, and just everything that's out there. And when you compare just the numerical facts of buying an existing business and, and you compare it to those other investments like real estate, which is an amazing investment. I mean, to have somebody that's going to pay off your Rental property over the course of twenty years, and you didn't, you know, they put up the money. You've got this asset that someone else paid for. That's a powerful investment. When you compare it to the average business right now, it, it's a small business that's selling at a two multiple, which basically means it's going to pay for itself in two years. You compare those two. Uh, investments and there's just no comparison. One of my, my favorite books is, is the fa- fast lane by MJ DeMarco. And he goes into, uh, the, the details about the importance of the velocity of money and the speed at which you build equity and, and wealth is, is really important. Um, and, and then there are the other things like that mantra, uh, points to directly, which is the, failure rate. And I love the attitude of some entrepreneurs. I've got a a great friend that, you know, he lives by the attitude of if nine out of 10 businesses fell in the first five years, I'm going to start 10. And that's that's a great attitude. The biggest downside is what that doesn't take into consideration is Time. I mean, our most, vi- more important than money or, or any of that is just the, the uh, value of the time that's been invested. And if we had an infinite amount of time here on Earth, that would be great. But to be able to start something uh, on top of an existing business that's already making money just increases your, your uh, chance for success uh, astronomically.
0: Wow. Well, I definitely love that mantra. It it speaks very clearly to me. And MJ DeMarco actually was a phenomenal past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. And he really spoke about that, the velocity of money and the power of it. So I'm really glad that you brought that back up because it's so important for Fire Nation to really grasp the fact that, you know what, all we have is time. It's our most valuable resource. And we need to allot that time like it is a precious resource because that's exactly what it is. And Ace, what I want to do now is I want to shift the spotlight to you and your journey specifically because you're our guest. You're our spotlighted guest. And Entrepreneur Fire is about your journey. So take us back to a time when you failed, when you struggled or faced a massive obstacle because that does happen as an entrepreneur yeah. and we learn so much from that. So take us to that time. Tell us that story, Ace, and then okay. the lessons you learned.
1: I call it my entrepreneurial lesson summer. So I, I learned a lot of lessons the summer before I went to college. And I decided, a friend came to me, said, hey, this is during, this is like 1998, 99. And, you know, he came to me, we should start a web development company. It was pretty easy to sell these things to these websites to small businesses back then. There wasn't a lot of competition. And so we decided we were not going to get jobs that summer. We were going to start this business. And it was, I learned so much. And, And one of the very first lessons was, Um, knowing your employees. And we had another friend of ours that became our third partner that told us, oh yeah, I can definitely develop the websites. You guys go sell them. Come back to me. I'll develop them and we'll split the money. And so we went out, we got several uh, websites sold, not that our sales skills were uh, anything to to get excited about. It was just (laughs) very easy to sell back then. Um, And so we brought the deals back to our web developer and he said, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to get these I'm going to get these things built. And so, you know, a few days go by. It's like, all right, what can we see? It's like, well, nothing yet. I'll show you once it's done. You know, we give we were on a deadline. And so we get close to the deadline and we're asking them, OK, what is it? So we get in there, we take a look. And he's basically done this animated GIF uh, of the Yellow Pages fingers walking. And we're like, OK, so where's the rest of the site? He's like, well, this is all I got so far, but we're going to be able to use this on all the sites so that somebody can click it and then go to the contact us page. (laughs) And we (laughs) knew at that point that we had a very big problem and our web developer was definitely not on the same page as us. And so we had to go out and actually spend more money than uh, we were making to get these things developed at the last minute and keep our uh, customers happy. So that was the first failure of, of that summer of of many failures. But what happened after that is we actually made money. And and uh, at, by the end of the summer, uh, I had three thousand dollars. My uh, couple my partners had some money, and my partner came to me again and said, "Hey, I came across this great multi level marketing." Uh, program. And I think you should come to a meeting. I think we should do this. This could, we could take the money we made and, and grow and do some other things. So I go to this meeting. It was for this, t- I mean, I remember it vividly. It was this telephone that allowed you to see each other when you called. I mean, basically Skype, except it cost $3,000. And we were sold. We paid the three grand, of course, never saw that again. And and that was another very tough lesson that, you know, there isn't any get rich quick uh, thing that, that really works. And so, you know, we talk about the velocity of money, but you still have to be in the right game. And, and that was the absolute wrong game uh, at that point.
0: Man, that is a great lesson learned. And what I would love you to do, Ace, could you just drop some golden nuggets all around us? Boil it down to just one sentence, to one takeaway that you can share with Fire Nation about that whole experience.
1: The thing that I walked away from that um, learning was I wanted to get in the right game. And to me, that meant looking at the the games where people had the most success and one of the the places that I saw was buying an existing business got rid of a lot of the the risk associated with trying to figure those things out so with the with the web development company you know instead of Hiring an employee, I know nothing about. Buy a business where the employees are already there, and 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 uh, they they know what they're doing.
0: Proven uh, commodity,
1: <laughs> exactly. So that that's what I walked away from that experience. Uh, really focused on.
0: So Ace, let's move forward in this journey of yours. That's just really taken some very interesting twists and turns along the way, as every entrepreneur's journey has. I mean, that's the definition of being an entrepreneur. So. Take us to the other end of the spectrum, away from the failures and the challenges, which will always be there and always so valuable to learn from. But we also have those inspirational moments, those light bulbs that come on, those aha moments. Share with us an aha moment that you've had at one point in your journey. Tell us that story and then the steps you took after that moment to turn it into success.
1: I'm not a very quick learner unfortunately John so it <laughs> took me a couple of times but you know I, it it was over the course of my very first three deals by the third deal I had kind of realized there was a pattern but uh, you know I bought my first business it was a um, a, a, a business that I ended up turning in—it was a stock market-based website that I ended up turning into a stock market simulator. Um, had ten thousand members when I bought it, grew it to a, a quarter million members, and I had an opportunity to sell it um, in in the seven-figure range. But I waited. I I really, you know, felt like I could grow it. And the biggest thing that was was uh tough for me to get over was society. Kind of vision of what you do as a as as a business owner. I don't know if any of your listeners will resonate with this, but I had this vision that basically it worked like Bill Gates, and you uh, got a company that worked, and and you. Built it for your whole life, and and one day maybe you took it public, and um, you know you got wealthy, and that was the way the story. That's the way business works. And so when when those people came with an offer to to buy it, I I really was like, why in the world would I ever consider that? Um, now fast forward two years later, when after the the internet blew up and all of that, um, we did have some true value in this business, so I was still able to sell it in low six figures, but that was the first signal where I started to realize, hey, you know, man, there's some value in being able to Get a business, build it up, and 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 not only buy an existing business on one end. I kind of learned that from the lessons I, I I went through and the failures I went through at, at younger ages. But man, there's an opportunity to to sell it. It still took me a little while to get to the point where I, I had that as a business model. But that was where I had that first kind of aha um, of wow, I could I could the next business I buy over the course of a couple of years, not become a super mega millionaire, which is, you know, that's what every kid wants to be. Uh, but I could build a, a quite a, a, a huge net worth and uh, make quite a bit of money just building a small business, paying it off and selling it.
0: Ace, I can definitely say that Fire Nation listeners resonate with what you're saying, because we all know the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffetts who have just built these great empires just continuing to be consistent and sticking with it. But then we also know the Steve Jobs stories where he started a business in his garage and grew it to a success but then got fired from his own business (laughs) and went off and started three or four other ventures three of which failed. The fourth finally succeeded, proving that he was now ready to come back to Apple and retake the reins. And then with that second chance, he made the most of it. So not every single entrepreneurial journey is that straight line like the Warren Buffett, like the Bill Gates. There's Steve Jobs thrown in there, and they're actually more often the rule than otherwise. So I... Definitely resonate. I know Fire Nation resonates. And again, just because we love one takeaway, because you are saying so many great things and so many great nuggets of knowledge, boil it down to just one takeaway from that aha moment that you had for Fire Nation.
1: Don't be afraid to sell.
0: Don't be afraid to sell. And, you know, I will tell you, a past guest of ours, James Altoucher, great guy. He writes great blog posts. He just came out with an amazing book, Choose Yourself. One of his major things that he says in life is you need to sell. When the offer comes, be ready to sell. Stop being so in love with your product, with your service, with your company, with your brand. That's his opinion and is definitely right in some situations. There's probably some situations where it's not. You know, every individual circumstance needs to be looked at from a a number of different angles. But Ace, you've proven the flipping model and we're going to start to get into that right now. Let's talk about current times. Let's talk about the present. I want to hear about some of these businesses that you've successfully acquired and then flipped. Share some stories with us.
1: So... One of the unique opportunities when uh, you're buying a business, obviously I bought uh, more internet businesses than offline, but I really prefer to buy offline if it's the right deal. One example it was uh, a spa bought two years ago. The business owner uh, was in a in a rush. She had to move to Europe with her husband. Her husband was getting transferred. He was the the true breadwinner, and so they were moving to Europe in a, in a matter of weeks. And so that's what I call. A motivated seller, uh, the huge opportunity in the business was a, a, a few things one of the one thing it had been in business for over twenty years. Um, it's hard to find. You know, any other investment. I mean, the amazing thing you look even on the stock market at a business like Groupon that went public, you know, people's uh, retirement portions of it went into a company like that. And this thing is three or four years old. So when you compare even some businesses that we trust on the stock market. Uh, to a lot of these just main street businesses, these things are tanks. I call them just literally cash machine, machine tanks that are just going to spit out money. People, It's got the same customers that it's had for the last 10 years. They're going to come. Their kids are going to come. Everybody in town knows it. They're in your community. The uh, second part of the opportunity there was the fact that they had a 10,000 person database uh, that they had never emailed, called, or sent any direct mail to. Uh, anybody who <laughs> does anything online knows that you're not going to find that kind of deal uh, online. I mean, we, we know the value of a database. So literally, that was a deal that all I did was get the employees, you know, the third, third opportunity there was the employees sat there and did their homework 90% of the time. They were college students. And, you know, I put them to work and, you know, they were calling the, the past clients and getting getting them back in there. We had some offers and really weren't doing a good job of doing very simple marketing. And I've got another story that, that just came to mind.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Kick that other story on Ace. Let's get down to that one.
1: So another business I bought. Actually, have been in business 30 years. It's bloomedfactoryonline.com. People can check out the the business if they like. The funny thing about that business is it literally did not have a website at all before we we bought the business. And so that gives you uh, another idea. This was a half a million dollar business, literally with without a website. Um, and it, again, had been in business 30 years. And so it's about very solid income um, and, and very dependable. It, we're paying that off right now. The other cool neat thing that we've done there is we've actually bought some internet properties, some smaller internet properties to add to the bottom line. And we get a, a, a higher multiple for the offline business. And there's this kind of arbitrage that, that takes place between being able to buy a business at a low multiple and then sell it uh, packaged in an offline business at a higher multiple. The last deal I'll talk about was a, a franchise. Um, it was a a, a retail a franchise called Plato's Closet. So I, I bought... Uh, that business. And one of the neat things that, that just happened today is I just got paid off for a portion of equity that I held in that business. And so one of the unique things that you can do when you buy and sell a business is maybe you do love the business. So maybe there is an entrepreneur that gets an offer that is really excited about the future of their business. You don't have to sell all of it. Uh, I I held 15% of that business. And literally today, uh, just got got paid off uh with a check they the business when I had it uh I had grown it from about four hundred fifty thousand in annual income to five eighty and last year they did uh, uh, over a million dollars. Wow. Um, so uh, over the course of, I guess that was four years, uh, they doubled the, the size of the business and obviously grew my 15%. And honestly, the only reason they paid me off is because they realized, hey, if we wait any longer, this guy's going to make even more money. So <laughs> let's get with him and buy his equity back. And, that, you know, that's a, a, a great thing to, to have happen. I'm, I'm really happy for him.
0: So Ace, let me just kind of ask you this because I know that this is going to be on the tip of all the listeners tongues is how do you go about finding both the online and the offline deals? I mean, obviously, at this point, you've made a name for yourself in some regard. So people do come to you. But what about the listeners that are just starting off in this area that are looking to potentially get into this game? Where would they start?
1: We just closed a deal with a client up in Seattle where the uh, deal it come from a divorce attorney. And that's one of our targets. A lot of the, uh, like really uh, we've got about 24 different sources that we go through with our clients. That's one of the unique ones that a lot of people don't think about. We've done uh, several deals this year with with divorce atti- uh, with, with the divorce attorneys. Sure. And the, the thing there, again, is just like the lady I talked about with the spa they are motivated sellers literally in this case the seller refused to go back to the business he had so much negative emotional energy tied up with him and his wife kind of doing that thing together and and they split and so he literally at first we didn't really understand what was going on but he we thought he was just flaking on my client and uh but he just did not want to come so we made that deal easier for him because a lot of people wouldn't close in a situation like that and ended up in in uh, exchange for us working around his his uh, issues, we were able to get that business at fifty percent of its as is value. So where you find a deal is really important when it comes to internet businesses. I love to to talk to the owners of sites that I happen to visit. Um, and you can either. Get in touch with 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 different people in different niches, but literally you can go to Google, <laughs> search a niche that you're interested in, right. and obviously anybody on that first page is somebody is a candidate that that is if they're not monetizing their site they could be, uh, and if they are it's it's a site that you could take over and and grow.
0: Absolutely. It just takes some research, takes some digging, takes some reaching out and communicating. I mean, that's what it's all about. And Ace, I just know for a 100% certainty that you have stories galore to share with us because man, (laughs) you're just a gamer. You're a player. You're in the game and you're making things happen and it's inspiring to see. And I hate to break this vibe up, but we got to thank our sponsors. Aren't we so lucky to have the ability to listen to podcasts instantly no matter where we are? Now you can do the same with audiobooks. Audiobooks Audiobooks.com allows you to download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening, or you can stream them instantly. That means easy access to your great content in the car or the gym. And if you're not a huge fan of listening on your smartphone, you can still stream books on audiobooks.com using your PC or tablet. Here's how easy it is to get started. Head over to audiobooks.com slash fire. Choose from more than 40,000 titles. Don't forget about those business book recommendations you've been hearing on EO Fire. Check out their great membership benefits like one audiobook per month and 33% off additional titles. Sample a couple of books here and there to find the perfect ones and then get your first book for free when you sign up. It's all at audiobooks.com slash fire. As an entrepreneur or startup, you're probably on a pretty tight budget, right? You can cut a lot of things out. Let's be lean here. But one thing you shouldn't cut out is legal services. At Walker Corporate Law, a boutique corporate law firm specializing in the representation of entrepreneurs and startups, they actually encourage fixed fees. Why? Because they believe that billable hours reward inefficiency, and that's not what they're about. They also offer several additional legal services to meet all your needs, like help with mergers and acquisitions, licensing agreements, and terms of service and privacy policies. The mission at Walker Corporate Law, to protect entrepreneurs and to help them succeed. With a group of lawyers who all have at least 10 to 25 years of experience, you can rest assured they'll do both. If you're looking to make a connection with a law firm who cares about each and every one of their clients, then contact the founder, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com today. That's scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. So now we've reached my favorite part of the show. And that's the lightning round. And the reason why it's my favorite part is because now I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I think it was what I mentioned earlier. As far as just those societal kind of uh, um thoughts of, this is the way life is supposed to work. And you have that voice that's whispering at you, you know, even today, even though I know there's no way that I would ever go work a job and, you know, something stressful comes up and it's like, man, you know, you could just, you could have it easy. You could go and be an employee and da, 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 da. And so it's, it's, it's not just what I overcame, but it's something that every, or and I know that I go through, uh, that's a little bit of a, a just mental obstacle of, hey, are, is this really what you want? Are you willing to do and overcome all the obstacles in order to make this happen and, and go that extra mile as an entrepreneur? Because it is tougher. It's, there are different challenges that you have to face when, whether you're buying and selling businesses or starting a business, uh, It's a, it's the tough road that we choose to travel.
0: What is the best advice, Ace, you've ever received?
1: The best advice definitely came from a mentor of mine, and you know he was uh, somebody that I turned to a lot. He actually flips uh, hospitals, and and I was very blessed to have him as a, as a mentor, and, and still uh, somebody that I reach out to. Um, and he told me, just pay attention to the cash. I think a lot of people, and even at that point, uh, we get taught uh, throughout life to think about net worth. And that's something that financial advisors and Wall Street and a lot of people train us to think like that because they want us to think really long term. And I'm not getting into conspiracy theories or anything like that, but just that there are a lot of people that want you to think very long term about your money. And um, he really encouraged and challenged me. And it took me a while to get past that uh, because I had a lot of things where I had net worth and I was proud of my net worth. It's like none of that crap matters. <laughs> how much cash do you have coming in on a monthly basis? And even better is how much cash is coming in on a on a passive uh basis uh, monthly.
0: Fascinating. Can you share one of your personal habits, Ace, that you believe attributes most to your success?
1: It's something that goes I I, I wish I could say I always do it and I never stop. But it is something that uh, I I have to remind myself and it takes discipline. I'm happy to say I'm doing it right now, but it's waking up early. I usually will try to get up at six o'clock. I'll spend a little bit of time uh, reading in the morning, clearing my mind. I like to do yoga. I will kind of have a healthy breakfast, usually some fruit. And plan out my day. I, I, I really am a big fan of not just waking up and jumping into your day. And then well, one of the things that that I do really stick to is my girlfriend and I will talk about our accomplishments for the day. And that's something that just keeps you in tune with the momentum. It's easy to uh, lose two or three days and 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 not be very aware of exactly the the, the progress that's that's happening. And that's a, a habit that that I think has really improved my product productivity. Mm. I, at the very least, I want something to be able to tell her at the end of the day that I accomplished. I can't come to the, to the dinner table <laughs> empty-handed.
0: <laughs> I love that. I'm going to implement that in my relationship too, Ace. <laughs> Great. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: I really like streak.com. Um, I started using it as a part of my CRM and it's uh, it's I, I really like it. It ties into your Gmail, makes it easy to put things in. You know, I've played around with Salesforce, for have I played around with some other things. Uh, so, yeah, check out streak dot com. And, and I'd love to hear feedback from other people.
0: Cool. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofirecom dot com slash Ace Chapman. Ace, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: It would have to be fast line. I mean, we talked about it, but MJ DeMarco does a really great job of just doing, you know, I think years ago, it would have been the four hour work week, but he really did a great job of that mind shift that that gets people thinking about money in a whole new way and and building wealth in a whole new way. And I I like him because he built the company and sold it, which I think is the uh, absolute greatest path to, to wealth in America.
0: Love that. And Ace, Fire Nation loves audio and if they haven't already, they can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Ace, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, But you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Probably what I would do is I'd do something right now that doesn't take a lot of money. It's called, uh, or I call it uh, consulting for equity. So, you know, especially if you've got shelter and food taken care of, this is a, a great strategy. One of the things that uh, my clients and, and I have been doing over the last couple of years is approaching small businesses. Uh, it started as a as something that, that I was doing personally, because I've done this stuff for so long that a lot of small businesses and even some startups will come to me wanting investment capital. And when I sat down with a lot of the existing business owners, what I realized is that they really didn't need cash as much as they needed to just get their business uh, built correctly. I would ask them simple questions like, what are your sales per square foot? And they say, I I have no idea. You know, ask them what, what's your inventory turnover rate? And they didn't know. And you know, what's your ROI on your, on your advertising dollars right now. So I go through the list of questions that I would try to figure out if I were going to buy the business, I realized like, Hey, what you really need isn't capital. You don't even know what's going on in your business and as a as an entrepreneur i think it's just a huge opportunity and and my clients are seeing it as well to go in and partner with a existing business, not charge them anything up front. And there are a lot of ways to set up these kind of deals where you watermark where their income level is right now and and you know based on where it goes, you get a percentage, da da. But the easiest is just getting some equity in the business. You agree to go out, do a lot of the legwork to help them grow that business. And uh, you, you you basically win with them and, and they win as well. And the One of the biggest things that I think people take for granted is that being an entrepreneur can be lonely. You know, if you if you're sitting in your house and you 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 leave your you've gone home for the day, you want to talk to your wife about the business. She's tired of hearing about the business. You don't want to <laughs> hear it. You know, you go out with your buddies at the bar and you got some ideas you want to talk about. They want to talk about the game. They don't want to hear about your business. So just taking a genuine interest in that business owner's business will give you some uh, a a lot of weight to be able to go in and. And partner with them, and we've got some strategies. And I'm—I I'm, don't mind giving my email address. We've got some some uh, ways that that we get in touch with these business owners or, or get them to call us and uh, filter out the good deals from the bad and, and do those kinds of deals. But that is a huge opportunity that allows you to get some passive income and wealth uh, building in the equity at the same time without spending any money up front.
0: Ace, you are ending with a bang here. I've really enjoyed hearing your journey, hearing where your head's at right now. And just thank you for being so transparent and open with all of this knowledge that you have, which is the real wealth that you've accumulated. Give us one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Great. Well, first of all, people can shoot me an email to ace at acechapman and you know the one thing that I would would challenge people to do is to just challenge your ways of thinking. I think it's easy to get uh, to to get caught in a rut and not challenge your path. And and so hopefully some of the ideas that I've talked about today will challenge your path and and you'll also go out and and read things and, and learn new things. But that's been one of the most powerful things for me is always taking some time to step back from everything that's going on and question, hey, is this the best is This is the best way to take care of this problem or, or am I on the path that I really want to go down and not just wind up a victim of habits and circumstances and, and history?
0: Boom, Ace, Fire Nation is well aware they can find the links to everything of value, the resources, the books, all of these words of wisdom, your email address at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab, You're hanging out in the archives. We also have an amazing search bar. Just type in the words ACE, A-C-E. ACE's show notes page will pop right up. And ACE, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Entrepreneurs, the best action we can take for our businesses is to grow our audiences. After that... Anything is possible. Podcasting is an incredible way to grow your audience, establish authority, and an intimate connection with your listeners. What's holding you back? The technical skills? Well, no longer. Podcastersparadise.com changes all that. Podcasters Paradise is a community of podcasters exchanging ideas, an ever-growing library of incredible video tutorials for every stage in the podcaster's journey, and private webinars with today's top experts. What are you waiting for? The gate to podcastersparadise.com can be unlocked for one price. Come check us out today.